0: This is Bill and Matt, and you're listening to the Simplifying Jesus Podcast, where we are breaking barriers through communication. Welcome to Episode 7. What you
1: got for us, Matt? Well, last week we spent a little bit of time talking about why it's important to go to church and why that matters. And this week, uh, we're just going to have a little discussion about what church is supposed to look like. The church is never going to... Look perfectly like it's supposed to, like the Bible lays it out. But there are some uh, cool parallels that we can draw to other aspects of life, other things that we deal with all the time that that give us some ideas of what it should look like, and gives us good comparison point. So that's what we're going to talk about this week: is just what the church is supposed to be looking like. So I had a couple
0: of thoughts of what what analogies we could use to help it relate to mm-hmm. more people. Yeah, and and for those that you know are wondering what the church is supposed to look like or, or, or once they get there, how it all kind of works. I know sure. people think of it as I used to think of it as a kind of a corporate setting, you mm-hmm. know, everybody in their fancy suits and right. tr- looking their best. And, and it, it almost looked like they were going to a job, like they were forced mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, in my, from my perspective, it was like they paid to go because I know the church, <laughs> you know, asked yeah. for money and, right. and, and all of this stuff. Um, but you know, I was thinking about it looking more like um, for you people that like to go hunting or anything like that Mm -hmm. um, or or have family that have land, you know, the family kind of ranch situation Mm -hmm. where the whole family has access to it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, maybe different parts of the family own it Mm -hmm. um, and and pour money into it, but other people use it and take care of it. Yeah. Uh, That's kind of their responsibility. Or as a small business owner, Mm -hmm. um, I kind of look at it, I mean... Church is a not-for-profit mm-hmm. business, yep. but that's not the the point behind it. Right? It's not, they're not trying to make money. Yep. They're trying to spread the gospel. But as we've talked about, it takes money to, to run a business. Mm-hmm. It takes money to keep a family ranch up mm-hmm. and going. Everybody has to do their share yeah. to keep up with it. And uh, you know, anything where there's a, a group of people working towards the same goals mm-hmm. is
1: going to take all of those people to pitch in and do the job. Absolutely. Yeah. You look at, at any organization of any kind, um, nonprofit, for-profit corporations, missions, whatever, you've got a group of people that are coming together with a single common goal in mind. And so they, there are certain aspects of that that are pretty common across the board for being successful. So that's, that's kind of what we're going to get into from the biblical side, just as a, confirmation of where we're headed and that this is what we're talking about is biblical is uh, Paul talks about it in first Corinthians that as Christians that we are all individual members of the same body and so uh, what he's talking about is that uh, we all have our roles and responsibilities we all have our part to play so to speak so we so we each have our thing that we do and what it leads to is uh, what we sometimes refer to as the big c church or the global church that you know, not only in your local congregation do you have your thing, your part to play, but also as part of the bigger picture, whether that's the Southern Baptist Conventions or um, the American church, you could say, or the global church, that you as an individual have your part to play. And it's the same thing in, in business, same thing in the the family ranch style thing where everybody's got their part. Yeah. And I haven't, I've never heard about the,
0: I've never heard the term, the big C church mm-hmm. uh, until until talking to you about it. Um, and, I, and I think that's an interesting breakdown. You know, yeah. you've got the big C church, you've got the global church that's, it, it almost never ends. Yeah. You know, you've got the the smaller church that, you know, we, we tithe to our smaller church and, mm-hmm. and the church tithes to the church above them. And, and right. I'm sure they tithe to them. And it, it's just mm-hmm. a never ending mission to spread the gospel, right, um, and it just um, keeps escalating as it gets as it gets bigger, and it mm-hmm. takes more people, I think, to right. to put it all together mm-hmm. like a business. If you look at it that way, it's the let's say a franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the big, the main mm-hmm. business, the main corporation, and then you've got all these smaller ones underneath it mm-hmm. um, that are all trying to accomplish the same goal. so yeah. it takes a ton of people to put all that together. Absolutely. Um, so, just like in the in the small church, everybody has their own their own roles that mm-hmm. they have to play, um, and in, as you get bigger, there are more roles and more
1: mm-hmm. um, more responsibilities. Sure, to make sure that things are getting done. Mm-hmm. And I think along those same lines, you also see more opportunities the at the at the higher levels mm-hmm. um, to do things because they are bigger. So you look at um, you look at conventions that have several churches that feed into it. Now those guys have more resources, more people, more opportunities to do missions like going overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, they can support in, in high risk areas. They know how to support those people and have the ability to support those people to be able to extend the mission out. And And that's kind of the whole point is that you as an individual, as part of the local church, as part of this bigger picture, you have a role in that and your role affects not only your local church's mission, but also the big picture mission. And that's what it's all about. And so that's, that's where some of those comparisons uh, line up really well, especially with like the small business or the franchise uh, business or, or the family ranch, like we talked about, there's, there's a lot of good parallels there. So in talking about everybody having their own roles and responsibilities, Mm -hmm. um,
0: you know, we've got to look at um, every kind of situation down to uh, people who, clean the church, we've got to look at, the people who are serving meals at the church mm-hmm. for for fellowship gatherings um then you know we go up to uh the pastoral staff we go mm-hmm. to the admin staff there's people there's there's things going on can't forget about technology i mean right. that's our job right um, <laughs> that's right that's <laughs> Matt right and i work in the technology side of things in the church and and uh you know we're volunteers we we do that mm-hmm. because it's something that needs to be done it's a gift that that god's given us to be able to work with mm-hmm. and we make sure that the distractions are not there mm-hmm. you know, or right. we try to we fail sometimes but um <laughs> but for the most part we we mm-hmm. try to do our best job with that um yeah but that parallel to you know when you're when you're enjoying a family ranch you know mm-hmm. if you're there that weekend and you're you, you've got to clean up after yeah. yourself you've got to if you're driving down the the driveway and you see a fence that's uh down hmm You don't call somebody to fix it; you fix it. Right? You know that it's a see a need, fill a need. Mm -hmm. Something our Sunday school teacher uh, from our old church used to say all the time: "You see a need, you fill a need." Mm -hmm. Uh, You see a piece of trash on the floor; you don't just say, "Oh, somebody else will get it." Right? right? You stop and pick it up. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of what we're talking about with um, everybody having their own responsibilities. Mm -hmm. If you have a gift, use it. If you see things that need to be done, Mm -hmm. do it. There is a a pastoral staff mm-hmm. that are paid to be there, mm-hmm. uh, typically, but um, they can't do it on their own. Right, and you can't pay everybody to do the jobs <laughs> that need to be done. So, right. so there has to be volunteers to help mm-hmm. out. Uh, you going back to what you said earlier, um, talking about First Corinthians that we are individual members of one body. Mm-hmm. So it takes all of us to make up that one body.
1: Right. Right. And you know, another in, important part of that is that there's not a role that's more important than the others. Um, so you mentioned that, you know, pastoral staff, uh, oftentimes are, are paid. Um, and that's also biblical. Uh, Paul talks about that, that, you know, we got to take care of those guys. And mm-hmm. so, so that's where tithing comes in and, and supporting the mission of the church. But when it comes to, Those responsibilities and the, and just the, the services that we do, the things that we do, whether it's working in the tech booth or cleaning up or, um, in this age of COVID, the guys that spray down stuff and sanitize, you need every piece of that to be working together for the church to run like it's supposed to. And you can't, you know, the, the guys at the top, um, are not, their mission is not any more important than, you know, the newest member of the congregation that's serving with the kids on Wednesday night, mm-hmm. you need everybody there doing their part. And and that's one of the interesting things, the, the way Paul talks about it with all being individual members of the same body is that I think about your big toe. If you didn't have your big toe, you lose a bunch of balance. Mm-hmm. You you can't walk straight. You can't do all the things you used to do. You don't normally think about your big toe till you stub it, right. <laughs> but <laughs> until until it's missing, right, and, and until it's it's out of commission. But I bet they're wiggling it right now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so. But but it's just as important as anything else. It's as, as important as your hands and, and your eyes to be able to see. And you need every part working together, even if something as simple as your big toe. And so when you think about the body of the church, every member in the church has has a spot. Everybody's got a place. And that's what it ought to look like. So we're all pitching in together. Nobody more important than the other. We're all pitching in together what we can to to make it work. Right. And we're all working towards the same goal.
0: The overarching mission in the church is to uh, spread the gospel. Yeah. is to reach people for Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, not in a pushy kind of way. Not in a right. You know, so many churches are fire and brimstone. You're going to go to hell if you don't uh, repent. And and mm-hmm. and they go about it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can't forget that that is the overarching mission. Yeah. And and that's what we want to share with you. The mission is not to sell you something. The yeah. mission is for you to just understand mm-hmm. what it's all about. Yeah. While we're there, we're learning about Jesus. Mm-hmm. We're learning about his life, the people around him. Mm-hmm. We're seeing elements of things that uh, help us to, uh, keep faith and yeah. all of that. And, uh, to help us recharge mm-hmm. for the rest of the week. Right. And that's, right. you know, again, one of the reasons, uh, one of the many reasons we go every Sunday Yeah. Uh, and Wednesday for that matter, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people. But, in order to do that, it's, it
1: takes a lot of people to mm-hmm. keep that mission alive. Absolutely, and and like you said, everybody has to be unified in that mission. You know, you think about it from a business perspective: if everybody, if every employee of the company had a different mission in mind, a different direction they were headed, then you're not going to get anywhere. Everybody's going to go their separate ways, and they might be successful in their little thing over here, but the business is not going to thrive and succeed. Right. And and that's where, you know, that's why the you have a pastoral staff is to set that vision and to say, this is where we want to go. We want to trudge ahead in this way. This is how we're going to do it. But you still have to have the congregation and the people involved heading in that same direction and everybody doing their part for it to be successful. Everybody has to be unified. And The mission of the church, like you said, you said it perfectly. The mission of the church is really simple. We want to get Jesus out there and tell people about Jesus. We want to love on people and meet their needs and tell them about Jesus. And that's, that's why the church is there. And so the church should be all unified behind that. We talked about that a little bit, um, back in episode four, I believe with denominations Mm -hmm. uh, and divisions in the church and how we need to have that unified vision. You go back to what, what paul's talking about that's how it ought to be we ought to be individual members of the same body and and headed in a unified direction
0: right and in doing that you know it kind of helps to get to know each other right (laughs) yeah it helps to um enjoy being around the people that you're with weekly i mean i see my church family more than i see uh my extended family my parents my brother my siblings Mm -hmm. my sister um uh, I certainly see you, Matt, more than I see most people. Probably more than I see my wife. But uh, <laughs> that's what happens when you work closely together. Yeah. Um, but but we've got to we've got to make sure that that's 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 why it's important to um, find a church that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why it's important to search those out yeah. and not just go to a single church and say this isn't for me. Right. Uh, you've got to you've got to find one that. Suits your taste, Mm -hmm. Um, but of course, making sure that the gospel is there. Right, you got to make sure they're they're teaching Jesus Mm -hmm. properly, Um, biblically. Mm -hmm. Again, I hate that word. I always edit that out. But biblically, biblically, that's hard. Why is
1: that so hard? Bunch of L's. (laughs) I have never had
0: a word that stumps me that much. Um, It's in the Bible. Yeah. (laughs) So search it out and make sure that you are getting to know the people just like in business mm-hmm. you want to work with people you like yeah if you have a family ranch okay maybe you don't like some of your family yeah right and you don't have to spend the weekend with them when you go but uh if you're going to spend every weekend with people you might kind of like them now <laughs> of course i'm not saying you're going to really like everybody in the out of 100 right. people or yeah. 300 people yeah or 1000
1: people whatever size that church is right but you should make an effort to get to know the people in your absolutely and and get to know at least get to know somebody Mm -hmm. you know get to know somebody that's got the same drive as you i mean we're talking about um getting to know people and similar interests and stuff I mean, that's how bill and i met we met because he was the sound guy at another church and uh i i met um his family through our kids program on wednesday nights and Happened to mention that, hey, he's a sound guy, but he's going to be coming over here. So, well, I need some help in the sound booth. You Let's jumped some... on that. Yeah. I <laughs> did. I did. In fact, I remember when I found that out uh, from Emily that that Sunday when she mentioned it in Sunday school, I went up to Brian and said, hey, Um, Emily's husband, Bill, um, he's a sound guy. He's going to be here. We need to get him. (laughs) Um, and so I, and it was just,
0: I I was so excited. But anyway, well, that's perfect case in point. You know, I was hired to be the sound person at this church. Mm -hmm. Um, so I took it as a job. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were looking for a church. So I thought, well, I might as well get paid to go. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's absolutely the wrong attitude. Don't do that. But (laughs) I quickly realized I I guess I stayed for about six months, but I realized in that time, the church wasn't for me. Hmm. Um, So it wasn't the right fit. It wasn't the right fit. I didn't feel comfortable there all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I did feel like it was just a job. Mm -hmm. And I needed to find a church where it was more familial. Yeah, Um, It was uh, more about relationship. Sure. And... I don't want to say bad things about that church. It's
1: a, it's a good church. It mm-hmm. just wasn't for our family. Right, right. Then that that's the thing is that every church does have a different feel. And so that's why it's okay to go check out several and, and find the one that's a good fit for you right. and a good fit for your family and your situation. Absolutely. And, and now that
0: we're here, you know, I, I, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> um, even we've gone back to our old church, my first church, which we loved, mm-hmm. but it's not home anymore. Yeah. You know, the church we're at now is is home. So it took It took some time to feel that way mm-hmm. because I mean, to be quite honest, we visited our current church um mm-hmm. before I took that job, mm-hmm. and I thought, you, no, this isn't it, but in coming back and giving it a second try mm-hmm. we've we've just really kind of started helping, we started being a part of that body,
1: sure, and that helped us to kind of fit in more and yeah. and make friends and get to know people absolutely, and so as crazy as that how it happened is that connection because we, because we made that connection is part of why we're here today and why we're doing simplifying Jesus. And that grew out of that because we had a similar mission in mind, not just the big picture mission Mm -hmm. of talking to people about Jesus, but specifically we want to reach out to people who aren't in church or people who have similar backgrounds as we do. um, And, and just talk about it. And so even making that simple of a connection can make a huge impact. And so that's why it's important to be at church. Like we talked about last week, but also to get to know people, to make those connections. And like you said, you're not going to know everybody we've got, I don't know, two or 300, in, you know, overall, probably that come to our church and I, there's a lot of people in there. I don't know. Um, And that's on me. I should, I should work harder to get to know them. But at the same time, I do have connections there and together we help push the mission forward with what we do right um and and that's the whole point you make connections and and now you've got a team of people that you're working with i think when you have
0: specific talents mm. um specific hobbies or desires or things like that you tend to gravitate towards people who have the sure. same likes and dislikes absolutely uh, you know we're part of the praise team as mm-hmm. far as sound i play drums mm-hmm. uh matt runs the video side of things we gravitate towards those people fellow yeah. musicians right who we happen to have other things in common with outside of the church mm-hmm. some of them not all of them but you know like mindsets uh some of us you know like reading the same books and same sure. types of materials and mm-hmm. you know so so there's all of these different things that
1: connect us outside of just the music side of things yeah the funny <clears throat> thing is we never would have known that if we hadn't connected right you know i i would i would not have known uh, that there were other star Trek fans in our church, <laughs> uh, had we not connected and come and hung out a few times, you know, but you're never going to know that unless you connect with people and get to know them and, and spend some time just hanging out. Right. And yeah, it's important to remember that just like no business is perfect, no family ranch is gonna Everything's going to be perfect. No church is perfect either. Um, we're all human. We've all got our issues. We all bring our baggage to the table. Don't let a church not being perfect drive you away. We know what it's supposed to look like. It's supposed to be a place where everybody does their part. Everybody has their role and their giving of their time and resources to further the mission. Unfortunately, it doesn't always work that way. Um, There's always going to be some broken parts and pieces that it doesn't look quite right. Mm -hmm. Um, But don't let that discourage you from being... Part of the solution. Don't just see a problem, but be part of the solution. Right. Go out and put yourself out there, just like you would in a business. If you see a problem in a business uh, at the at your place of work, you're going to go put your best foot forward and say, "Hey, I see a problem. Let me let me help take care of that." I'm going to go, you know, clean up the trash um, that that I see in the break room, or uh, I see an opportunity here to grow. So I'm going to put this in front of management and see what happens. Just if you. It's the same thing in the church. If you see something, say something about it, and be part of the solution for right. it. Right. So, Matt, didn't you
0: say something earlier in our conversations about uh, messing up the perfect church? What
1: was that? Yeah, I uh, I heard this once, um, and and it stuck with me ever since. It, if you ever find the perfect church, you better not go, cause you'll mess it up. Sure. <laughs> and and that's just uh and <laughs> it, it, it's true. Trust me, I've been there. Where I was trying to find the perfect church, I've tried to. Um, I find the one that best checks all the boxes and they have this program and this thing going on and all the people are nice and smiling and they all want to shake my, you know, all of these things. And, and it doesn't happen it because we're human, we're broken. It's fine. That's, that's part of it. The, right. the church is the same way. It's not going to be perfect. And if you find it, don't go don't because go. you're not either. Yeah. I'm not, you're not, it's, it's a thing. Yeah,
0: you can't um, you can't expect perfection when you're not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we do have Jesus, though, that mm-hmm. is perfect. Right. And he gave us the opportunity at, at salvation. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't know that, um, that's probably because you haven't been to church or you haven't been paying attention. Mm-hmm. I know that, you know, that is the main thing that is preached at church. That's the overall mission is getting people to uh, realize that they have a Savior out there. Yeah. That, that can ensure that you're going to go to heaven, ensure yeah. that in whatever way it looks like, your life is going to change for the better. Mm-hmm. And it's really simple when we break it down. Um, and Matt has the perfect solution.
1: <laughs> so we, we call it the ABCs uh, of salvation. And um, it's, it's as simple as that. If you grew up in VBS or Sunday school, you've probably heard this before, but A stands for admit. Um, admit that you're a sinner. Admit that you're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Only one man lived a perfect life. That was Jesus himself. And so if you're not named Jesus, uh, or if you are and you weren't alive 2000 years ago, um, then then you're not perfect. Then you are a sinner. And so um, that creates a uh, a division there where we need help to be able to get to heaven. Uh, B stands for believe. Believe that Jesus is who he said he is, that he's the son of God, that he lived a perfect life, that uh, he came and he died on our behalf, but he also uh, rose again and that he's in heaven. So he is who he said he is, that he's the son of God. And he did all of these things. And finally, see, confess your faith in him. If you admit that you're a sinner, you believe that Jesus is God's son, that all of the stories are true, then confess your faith in him, that he is the way and and that he is, he's the only way to get to heaven. And if you're able to believe these things, if you're able to do these things,
0: I think um, something that we might have been missing is, okay, sure, I I get all of this, but how? What do I do next? What's the next step? I don't know if we've been laying that out or not. So I think um, I know that it is as easy as saying a simple prayer. Yeah. You know, it's as easy as saying, Jesus, I do believe in you and I am a sinner. Mm -hmm. And I know that I'm not perfect and I know that I'm going to continue making mistakes, but Mm -hmm. I want to try to live for you. Yeah. Um you can say that you know that that Jesus is God's own son mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's it's as simple as saying that prayer but believing it. Right. Knowing it in your heart that everything that has been said is true. Mm-hmm. And Jesus I'm a sinner. I believe in you. Save me.
1: Yeah. That's it. It's that simple. Absolutely. And if you make that decision, uh, I would highly encourage you to reach out to a church, a local church, or if you've got friends that are Christians, um, to talk about that, to talk about what those next steps look like. Find somebody who would even pray that prayer with you Mm -hmm. um, to help you through that. Sometimes it can be a little intimidating. Mm -hmm. um, And so find somebody who will do that. And for sure, if you're looking for um, opportunities, reach out to us. And we would love to help in any way that we can as well. So
0: I've got a I've got a little bit of a, a history with that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, even before I, well, before I started going to church, um, even saying the name Jesus was uncomfortable for mm-hmm. me. You know, and and I didn't know why, um, mm-hmm. but I understand that intimidating side of things. Sure, like Matt said, reach out to us, reach out to a friend, reach out to a church. Um, but if you're looking, if you're thinking, you know what, I think I, I believe this, or I want to believe this, Mm -hmm. it it helps to
1: talk to somebody and and work, work through it. Absolutely. But it's easy. It's simple. Yeah. It it really is as simple as it sounds. Absolutely. Well, now we're going to wrap up our podcast with our favorite part of the show from the outside, looking inside, looking out. You know, I think I kind of said my outside looking in portion, but you
0: know, as a business owner, I have to oversee everything that goes on in the yes. business and I can see all the little parts that need to be taken care of and I can't do it all on my own. Yeah. I need help. Um, in fact, the, the the larger our business grows, the more help I find I need. Mm-hmm. So I need to put those pieces in place. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm paying those pieces. <laughs> those, I'm paying those people to do the job. Mm-hmm. But as a church... It is the overarching mission of to spread the gospel. Mm -hmm. It's to make sure that people are being reached for Christ and um, it takes everybody to do their part. Yeah. I have my part because running sound is something I love to do. Playing drums Mm -hmm. is something I love to do. But like I said, if I see a piece of trash on the floor, I'm going to stop and pick it up. Absolutely. If I see a light bulb out, Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna ask somebody hey where's the light bulbs because (laughs) this needs to be changed or something like that Mm -hmm. um there are things that even if you don't have the talent of a musician or Mm -hmm. or if you're not able to do any kind of construction or things like that
1: um, there are things you can do Mm -hmm. and if you don't know just ask somebody. Absolutely. There's always always roles to play and then from the from the inside looking out. So from from a guy that grew up in church and has been watching this stuff for a while, um every Christian has a role to play uh in the church. Everybody's got got a place. Um if you haven't found your place, talk to somebody about it. There's a spot for you. Um for for your time and talents and resources and all of that. There is a spot for you um a u sized hole we'll say uh, yeah, I in, like the, that. <laughs> in the in the local church and um so find it um and and I encourage you to to be willing to be a little uncomfortable and trying something new and and getting out there, but find your place to serve and to give and it it really could be anything don't let a an opportunity seem too big or too small. none of them are more important or less important than the others. It takes everybody working together to truly thrive in the mission of the church, which is reaching people and talking to them about Jesus. And so it takes everybody there to do it.
0: Right. I like that you said it was a uh, a, a person size. what'd you say, a person-sized A, a hole? U-sized hole. A U-sized hole. <laughs> um, so there's a God-sized hole in our hearts and there's a U-sized hole in your, in the church. That's right. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. So we covered in our last episode why we need to be in church. Right. And then in this episode, we covered what the church is supposed to look like. Right. You know, it's not perfect. It's not uh, ever going to be perfect until Mm -hmm. Jesus comes, right? but we can strive for it Mm -hmm. and we can work together to try to make that happen. So we appreciate you listening today. Uh, Be sure to check out our Facebook page at Simplify Jesus, and then our website is www.simplifyjesus.com. And we're getting the Twitter together. We're getting, mm-hmm. uh, what else are we getting? Instagram? No, we're not going to get Instagram. <laughs> uh, Who knows where it's going to go? Who knows we, where it's going to go? The like, world is our oyster. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. But we're working on some cool stuff, um, working on some writing, working mm-hmm. on uh, getting some more episodes out for this, and uh, wrapping up this season pretty soon. Yeah. And we've got an interview coming up uh, in our final episode of this season, so y'all be sure to watch for that hopefully that you'll find that uh, interesting and Mm eye-opening absolutely yeah
1: appreciate you guys jumping in with us this week we've got a lot of fun stuff going on and we look forward to uh seeing you again next week appreciate you jumping in
0: yep y'all take care everybody